This ain't never been so clear, I'd be a martyr Right in front your face, make no mistake I rode the trees and took the truth right to the face of Ginger Ellis for your daughter Or your shorty or whatever A shortage of clever, we coming up shorter than ever Tell em, tell em Electrical shortage is all in your circuit. I'm working like scissors and now let's be sparking it better. We sparked the discussion. <clears throat> See how it goes. Uh, what was the, what was the Hey now, you're a ching chong. Get no. your ching chong, ching chong. All that ching's on a chong. Only ching chongs. All that ching's on a chong. We've been ching ching chong. Well, my penis starts coming and it don't stop coming. Back to the ching and I ching the chong no. chong. <laughs> What's weird is that maybe it's because it's plugged, the audio is plugged into your thing. But like if you, when you start talking, I can't, this isn't for the podcast. When you start talking, I it cuts out my, like, I can't hear them at the same time. I'm sure that's on purpose. So, you hear me first? Yeah, like, if, if you were both going at the same time, I stop hearing me. Plug it into yours. Okay. <laughs> well, the penis starts coming and it don't stop coming. You might just not be able to take it. It probably does mine first. Who's on first? Whose line is it anyway? Okay. No, now I can't anything. Was the volume on yours? Oh, it turned out. There we go. Whose oh, line is it anyway? That's nice. Here with Colin, Colin, and and Farrell and and Black Adam. Well, We're here. Who's on first? Whose line is it anyway? What's yours at? A big black baby who smells like a chicken. Raby. Go ahead, Greg Proops. Come to the stage. Greg Proops. That's what's one of the contestants on whose line is it anyway one of the long-running members poops yeah greg poops greg poops Mm -hmm. he's like oh i love hillary clinton he sounds awesome (laughs) (laughs) oh liberals are good conservatives are bad and then he takes a big Shit. Big Greg Croup's heads are going to love that one. They're going to really enjoy no that. No one's going to know riff. who that is. Everyone knows who Greg Proops is. I don't is. know. Okay. If you like, if you at Greg any Poops. if you were 12 years old and you liked stand up comedy, I you, did. You had a moment with and Greg Proops. I know about, I knew all the improvs. I don't know who this man is. Maybe Just, if I saw his face. No. <laughs> no. You don't get to have this one. I'm looking Whose up. Line is it anyway? What is it, Greg Poops? Things to shit out of your ass. Greg Poops. <laughs> uh, uh, maybe uh, my shoe. Greg Crooks. No. Greg Poops. It's just the name. Proops <laughs> or Greg Proops. Proops. Oh yeah, I know who this guy is. Yeah, but I still don't really know. You know. Oh god, that one is that Colin guy is looking old as shit. Yeah, they all look terrible. Look at that. Yeah, well, he looks fine. He looks the same, just old. No, but his hairline is fucking. He looks like a race. He awesome. looks like a fucking. That's what I. That's me. That's absolutely. He looks how like it's a gonna cone, go one of those me. cone heads. Yeah. I'm going that route when I get old. I think I've never seen a racer head because I used to get it confused with the cone heads. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I had that same problem. Really? Yeah. 
Really? Yeah. Are you fucking with me? No, I thought they were the same yeah, characters. Yeah, I thought it yeah. was the same thing, so I then I never like watched Eraserhead. I thought there was, like, the sketch, and there was the movie or whatever. Yeah. Turns out Eraserhead, not Completely that at all. Completely different Not thing. even sort of that thing. But I thought the Coneheads were Eraserheads. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. That was the mix-up. Uh, who did Eraserhead? Stanley Kubrick? No, it was uh, um, David Lynch. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Right. Duh. You can tell because it's all fucked up. It's all fucked up. Makes you up. feel really upset. Well, so does Stanley Kubrick. Maybe that was the confusion. Well, Stanley Kubrick at least has like, um, I don't know. There's like, I don't think I've ever seen a Stanley Kubrick movie that like, like made me like revolt. Like I was revolted by what I saw. I was like mm. deeply like disturbed and I didn't know why I felt the way I did, I did. You know, I feel like Stanley Kubrick is just a really good storyteller all the way through. Some people, so, like, he some takes of you his on a, stuff. Yeah. Well, like what? Like what are you Clockwork thinking? Clockwork Orange. Of? But yeah. I've never been upset about that movie. Mm-mm. Yeah, I was surprised when I saw because I saw it with you for the first time. You yeah. showed it to me, and I didn't know it was Stanley Kubrick. Uh, but I grew up my whole life as like though that being like a disturbing, upsetting movie. Yeah, that's what people said. And when I saw it, I was like, "This is like PG thirteen. Yeah, I've, this isn't even like <laughs> I've that never intense. found it to be like really disturbing at all some people like really really fucking yeah it just felt like it was like teenage angst kind like level of like violence and like aggression and stuff but it never felt like particularly like nerve-wracking no or like it revealed something particularly i was never disturbed by it i think it was based on a are all of his movies based on books or is it did he just do that 2001 space odyssey is a book is it a book Uh uh-huh and then is Full Metal Jacket a book? No idea. They're all books. It's probably they're probably just all books. I always felt when I was a kid that when I found that out about a movie that uh, that they were cheating. Yeah. I was was a little like mad at the director or whoever like the project was you know making the movie happen. I just was like I I feel like you guys should have written your own thing. They already made that. That already exists. They should never make you should never make anything. That has already existed, which is why we're doing a podcast right now. No right. one's ever done this. No one's ever done this. No one's ever done a loose no format just sat where they don't plan anything. With their friends. Just hope that something good happens. Yeah. <laughs> which, by the way, we did this for an hour and 20 minutes and we only yesterday yeah and for for the listeners uh, it was amazing it was a it was an incredible you don't know what it was because you're not going to hear it but it was it was one of the best things we've ever done top to bottom no Golden. i'm just pretending that it was terrible because we lost it only recorded for 20 minutes it only recorded so we lost an hour yeah and it was just a random 20 minutes as well it wasn't even it didn't even it wasn't it, even the beginning it was just sort of just a chunk it starts with the word Down syndrome. That's all. That's the only hint you're going to get. That's the only thing that's you need to know. That's the only thing you're going to need to know is that that episode, they, 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 the recorder decided all the beginning was bullshit. And then as soon as it heard me say Down syndrome, it was like, okay, I'm listening. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm here. I'm here for this. What do you want to say? I, I didn't know you were going to say something important on this podcast. <laughs> Why don't we skip right to it, buckaroo? <laughs> I uh back I, to the ching chong ching chong thing though cuz I just <laughs> the reason I was that got stuck in my head the way that it did mm-hmm. cuz I remember as a kid uh feeling that like I knew that other countries spoke other languages but I just sort of assumed that every country spoke I couldn't I couldn't imagine what another language sounded like you never heard enough? No, I mean, what? How old do you think you were when you heard your first foreign language? Oh, I mean, I was probably like a teenager, or like, you know, maybe 11. I mean... <laughs> what? But what? like on TV and stuff. No, yeah. I mean, like, I'm not a... 
I mean, may- maybe on TV, but what TV was I watching as a child that had foreign languages? When did languages? they start making you... Dor- okay, sorry. Dora the Explorer. Okay. Shit like that. Like, cartoons, sure. They, like... That's what I'm saying. I was aware that other countries spoke other yeah, languages. Yeah, 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 I just... The, to the extent that I had ever heard that language fully, I never right. watched anything foreign. I never watched anything with subtitles. My family is not a cultured family. No, I we think... Don't, you know, we, I, don't, I, we don't take I, in yeah. foreign media in that's any way. That's the thing is... I'm not shocked on like that end, but just in terms of like what what how old were you when you st- had to start learning like lang- foreign languages at school? Um, there was a it was an it was an elective, and it was you could do. I took Spanish. That may be the only thing I could have taken. So maybe I didn't. It wasn't even a choice, but took spanish for like ninth and tenth grade maybe maybe it was something like maybe it was even like the last two years of high school when i took so not but not like middle school elementary school or anything no nothing nothing which kind of sucks because like uh when i was growing up in pennsylvania their school system was a lot better or at least the ones that i was going to and my older sisters were not a part of the school that i was growing up with but they both learned like uh, i think at least one of them learned french like since they were like a kid which obviously makes more sense rather than shoving it into a 17 year old's brain yeah. at the last second like like i was gonna retain any of that bullshit right but no i didn't yeah you gotta start them young so i just sort of assumed that like because i couldn't quite picture what chinese people said to each other i just would i just assumed that it was like english with a little chinese with uh-huh. like a little stank on it you know uh-huh. so like you'd go to china and they'd be like, well, over here we have the ching chong. And then in that direction over there, we get on the ching chong. It goes ching, then it goes chong. And then we go to the restaurant. We eat a couple of ching chongs. And then... And then ping pong. <laughs> then we have some ping pong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, okay, I gather. That's so funny. <laughs> no, they were uh, they were whipping into me and uh, whipping it into me like early. Whoosh, whoosh. Yeah, I think when I was Say like... It, bitch. When I was like four three or four like young young like before the years before kindergarten we had to do like japan we had japanese french and then i started spanish when i was in third grade you can do you can you still do some japanese for us go ahead and do a little japanese for us. excuse me that's counting ichini sanchi ichini sanchi no that's one two three four ichini chanchi san san Ichini Sanchi. <laughs> Ichini Sanchi. Go Raku. Go Hako. Kyuju. Whoa. I kind of messed up. Kyuju. 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 That's what they said whenever they uh whenever they were watching our 9-11 happen on mm-hmm. the Japanese television. They said Kyuju. Kyuju. <laughs> yeah. That's what they said. I like to imagine that there Famously, was. Famously, um, actually. Yeah. Yeah. In Israel, uh, like the day of 9-11, there was like a little meeting. And then they were at the end of it, they were like, hold on a second. Did anybody call the Jews? <laughs> Did anybody tell the Jews to leave the building? <laughs> That's also how they talk in Israel, in my mind. Uh-huh. Hello. <laughs> Hello, fellow Jews. I am Jewish. <laughs> That's like me trying to sneak in. Yeah. <laughs> like I've got like a like a big like trench coat on. Hello, fellow Jews. I hear as well. Jewish. 
You sound like Santa Claus. Me too. <laughs> Why do you sound like Santa Claus? I am Jewish Santa. You'd be so funny in a situation where you have to deal with like, you have like international clients or you have like international, <laughs> you're I'm dealing with the Japanese. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You'd be so good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I would bow, but then I would stay bowed. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I wouldn't get up. You're like, so are we supposed to do it this way? Just start start the meeting bowed over, you know? So anyway, what do you... They don't do, do that. <laughs> Maybe in like a formal like setting, but not really. I like try to give them a gift because that's what I think that they do. I uh-huh. just give them like like a dead fish. Yeah. Like, is, I hear you have these in I your country. I hear you have these. You want some more? <laughs> Would you like... I bet you're missing fish from uh, where you're from. Would you here's like... Here's some we, raw fish. We have some here too. We have fish. Oh, they make great wontons at the Panda mm-hmm. Express. We gotta go. <laughs> I would, I'd want to meet them there, like a Panda Express or a China Fest. <laughs> the Japanese. Yeah. We're going through the drive through with China Fest. Like, what yeah. do you guys want? Okay. It's called China Feast, not China Fest. China Fest. <laughs> you know, China Fest. It's like Riot Fest or like, you know, yeah. like one of those festivals. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> China Fest. It's Coachella, but... <laughs> but Chinese. Drive-thru Chinese food. <laughs> yeah. That would be if, you know, yeah, the Chinese version of like um, one of those big festivals and then it's just, but it's like, it's Coachella, but it is a drive-thru of all your favorite artists. So you get five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's efficient. Go, go, go. <laughs> one song go i'm gonna kill myself (laughs) i wonder if he go ahead well i like uh i like it because we have um they've all been there for like quite quite a while but we have this like area of town where like literally all right next to each other and across each other there's the chinese food drive through mm-hmm. there's the china fest <laughs> china feast <laughs> there's shawarmas mediterranean is it mediterranean food? yeah it's yeah. mediterranean uh i've only been there like once um it's okay yeah across the street drive through also and then next door to that taco bell yeah we got all of them we got all of them all the we got the whole i like world. to think that they're at like war with each other uh-huh yeah yeah so once again, Americans pitting, <laughs> pitting people against each other. Is McDonald's still number one as far as fast food chains go? Are their numbers still just like crushing everyone else? Mm, I don't know. Like they probably have more locations than anybody else. So that I guess in terms right. of that, but I don't know if they're technically like the most popular or if it's just the, like, the most available. They probably right. are definitely the cheapest still, though. I just have this, like, part of my brain that I, uh, as soon as I stop doing something, I just assume over time that the rest of the world also, also is, is following yeah. suit, you know? Like, you stop doing drugs or whatever, and you're like, no one does drugs anymore, you know? <laughs> and it's, it's like that with, like, fast food. Like, I haven't had McDonald's. I mean, I've had it, I think I had it recently when you ordered it mm-hmm. like a couple months ago uh, that was like the first time i'd had it in like years but like before then like i can't remember the last time i because it's just i would always rather do something like taco bell or whatever if i'm gonna go through a drive through or order in something like that sometimes i just crave like so i can't have the buns obviously but i crave that fucking plastic 
cookie melted cheese. I don't even need yeah. to eat it like on a burger. Like I'll literally just like scrape it off of the carton, mm-hmm. the like car- cardboard boxes. I love it. Of course. I love the, fr- obviously the fries. Mm-hmm. Dank. What's like, yeah, because there's also some places that like I've never gone to. So I assume, I can't believe they're still a business. Right. I've never gone there. Yeah, I never I've gave never them gone my there. money. I so I don't know of people that go there or like, yeah, places that I would just, I hadn't gone there since I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. The Long John Silver's, I used to eat that shit up. The popcorn shrimp as a kid. Mm-hmm. Apparently, those are still going. They still have Long John Silver's. Yeah. We shouldn't they, um, be doing fish from fast food places. Fish fast food seems. I remember when I worked at Wendy's as a young man, how there was the, uh, what is it, when they when the motherfuckers, they stop eating they only eat fish or whatever. What is that? Pescatarian. No, what's that? What's the what's the fucking religious uh, Lent? Lent, where I guess people give up meat or they right. just eat a lot of fish for no reason. Yeah, I'm not sure what the fish reason was, but I remember working in fast food, and when that when Lent happened, we would switch over to the fried fish instead of the fried chicken and like it would be like an event like we'd bring in the you know the fried fish the were there a lot of catholics fish. in your area as the thing is i think that was just something that like everyone it was a national thing everyone did that you know like like all the fast food places do like a fish sandwich like around that time what are the top what's the top fast food that's what i was just asking is mcdonald's still the top mcdonald's taco bell do you think taco bell is second yeah. Yeah, I think it's probably, probably second. As, as far as like, yeah, like sales on a regular basis. Yeah. yeah, probably, I guess. Burger King. Oh, Burger King. I, I still don't understand. I don't think anybody understands who it is. I don't understand how they who compete this mysterious with population? McDonald's. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like when you hear about like, you know, people who vote against their own interests, you know? It's like, who is this demographic of people that is like actively going to Burger King and keeping them around? I can't, there's a bunch of, this is how I feel too with like, there's like certain like pop stars that every once in a while they come out with another album and I'm, everyone freaks out and I'm like, are we still doing this? Because mm-hmm. I haven't listened to the last three. Like Taylor Swift, I, I've never understood it. I don't get it. Don't it's understand. nothing against her. Like it's nothing against her. It's just that I, don't, I think she has no star power. <laughs> she just <laughs> no looks charisma. like some random fucking bitch. Right. She can't dance. Yeah. She sings okay. Yeah, I would say the the least charisma of any famous rich person. She's just like a blonde, tall, white. Like I don't know. I mean, that is. I don't the think appeal. her. Yeah, I guess there's like. I guess it's like the most people that can relate is just like a random, boring, white girl. Yeah, I feel like because I've uh, uh, my siblings uh, all liked her and so I've listened to her a lot and I've I think I've heard almost all of her like records and I, I chimed in on this one see what it was about uh, because I was so disappointed with the latest Arctic Monkeys record <laughs> that I was like well fuck it let's just try Taylor Swift then uh-huh. let's see what something good needs to happen today mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I swear to God <laughs> fucking kill myself uh, it's it's so the Arctic Monkeys thing is so disappointing because I it's not even that they're good or that they ever were particularly good, but 
because they were a childhood favorite, there is something about your childhood favorite bands still doing shit and just getting worse and worse and worse. Like, not just worse, like they're doing the same thing, you know? Like, they're just not even going to be, they're just going to, like, actively make boring, shitty music to listen to. Right. It was like, like, like the strokes were like that until that last album came out. That last album was because like the, the three albums that led up to that were yeah, just like god damn why do i okay why do i like this band yeah but so i listened to the taylor swift album and the one thing that was like i mentioned this to somebody at work uh, who also had listened to it but the thing about like taylor swift especially with her pop career you know when she makes that full transition into like pop music the she's always like four years behind everybody mm-hmm. else you know who makes the pop music initially she's kind of like um it's kind of like listening to like beyonce where it's like you listen to beyonce and it's like this is very well produced like there is a team of people who made this happen so it's clear but it just sounds like hip-hop three years ago yeah because it takes that long to fucking like do it and so then you're like okay well this is kind of people reach that level where they're able to do like kind of a little this is their little anthology of you know whatever however this is this is the last three years for me so right. people kind of like start to like accept that but i think but like because it's like i guess it's just like because it's trendy because like what they what like taylor swift is chasing is like sort of the the trendy get stuck in your head kind of pop music but so like what like a lot of songs on the newer album sounded like billy eilish songs mm. Be- but like billy eilish again like, like three, three years, years ago. ago yeah so like that was the thing that like really stuck out to me was that and also the fact that she is i think in her 30s right yeah and it's so weird to hear someone in their 30s who sings songs that are like f- they're four 15 year olds 15 year olds yeah. and so then her perspective on the on the matter is like like it's so crazy how like little depth because i know it, you know it's fine not to be pretentious about it using words like depth but it's wild that not even a little bit of it seeps in yeah not even a little bit of reality actually fits into this yeah no well she it's also one of those things where you're just like yeah i mean she grew up wealthy she got really famous very early yeah there's mostly anything that she's gone through has just been the things that people go through yeah and that's fine sure i mean great if you don't suffer good for you that's nice it's nice to not but suffer. it's weird when you have to then create like a suffering to sing about she's not a good lyricist right so that's part of it so yeah i just don't get it i don't i don't get it I, there's nothing against her there's some of her music that i'm like I'll sing it on a road trip, you know? Sure, yeah. But I can't say I've listened to the last, like, three albums. Not worth your time, obviously. Yeah, I guess not. If you value your time, it's not worth it. If you don't value your time, sure. Go for it. <laughs> and it's funny, too, because, like, it's not like I'm I'm definitely not a... Um, Comment dire ça? Like, uh, I'm not, like, pretentious about music at all. I mean, I listen to dog shit. Certainly, yeah. Music all of the time. Yeah. I have great taste when I want to. <laughs> and also the majority of the shit that i spend time listening to is absolutely horrible mm-hmm. but it's it's horrible in a fun way not horrible in like a weird way where you're like kind of worried about the person <laughs> you know yeah that's the that's the weird like parasocial type of thing like being worried about justin bieber you know right like his fans who are like these little girls who are like genuinely like emotionally upset that like you know by the he way, how old is accident. Justin Bieber now? He's, he's like 84 years old. 
He looks rough. God damn. You see photos? I saw a photo of uh, Zach Afron. Zach, Zach Afron today. Uh, or he's doing a role where he's playing a bo- or a boxer, or a wrestler, or something like that. He looks terrible. Well, yeah, because his face got all fucked up. Well, we you don't even see this. his face in the photo. It's just oh. like his. He's got like weird, like he's, like what when you become the guy who like tries to get really fit for every single role in that way. It's like it becomes upsetting to see what transformations happen to your body Mm -hmm. you know or like you know like um uh, like the james corden thing was like obviously stupid because who gives a shit about james corden and of course he's a fucking asshole why would what 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 makes anyone think that that man wouldn't be mean to wait staff is beyond me i don't but sometimes you hear about like some of these uh guys who are just like assholes and it's like well a lot of especially the famous guys a lot of them are like just jacked on steroids you know they've got like they've got more testosterone running through their body than like most men (laughs) yeah they're on some like crazy diet where they eat like 20 eggs for breakfast and then like one almond yeah for lunch yeah they're not drinking water so that their like skin like gets tighter around their muscles like yeah they're doing they're they're destroying their bodies for the sake of i don't know exactly not for like good film no yeah and not for like money (laughs) they have enough money it seems like so i don't know to have something to do it seems like they could find something else to do that's the thing it's like yeah if i if i had it but we talked about this yesterday but it wasn't recorded but it's like yeah if i got just like a bunch of money like that i wouldn't just keep doing like shitty stuff i would like find something fun to do kind of like you know presidents they they they're president and then they go do like fun shit Oh, yeah. Or like they start painting. Yeah, George Bush starts yeah. painting. Uh-huh. And he's not bad. He's painting his victims, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what I would do. I would start painting my victims. I'd start painting all the people that I cut off in traffic. And yeah. All the time someone heard me <laughs> say a slur. <laughs> no, yeah, I would. Um, yeah, I feel like, yeah, I would. I would uh, get a hobby. I would become like uh-huh. a housewife. Yeah, that's what I mean. We uh, we've talked about this before when we we're watching Shark Tank. How like my my move when I see these people is like they're negotiating with these sharks and they get some absurd deal where it's like I'll give you a million dollars for seventy percent of your company, and it's like they have this weird resistance, and it's like, bitch, you made a plunger, you made a a light up plunger. Take the money yeah. and then go kill yourself. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? What are you hesitating about? Like, why would you want to work more if right. you got more money? Or they want to buy your company yeah, outright? Yeah, when it's the buying the it's company like, outright. It's like, oh, do that. Because then you that's will, just money for you. You just get to have money now. Yeah. You get to have money. You get to be a single millionaire. Absurd. Hey. Absurd that anyone would want to work hard for, a, especially if you're like starting a business. Because like. 95% of all businesses in America are absolutely pointless. It's just selling garbage. It yeah. involves plastic in some way, and it's always feeling like a very niche market for a limited time. And the idea is to get as many people in a limited time to buy all of your shit and then forget that it's in their house. That's the that's your business most of the that's time. That's your best bet. That's your that's the, yeah, that's the goal. Yeah. That's what you're aiming to get to. Is I want a fidget spinner in everyone's house. Uh-huh. And then there, everyone forgot about it, but guess who is so fucking rich? Nobody because everybody made fidget spinners. That's true. 
Yeah. Because so nobody's rich. So nobody's rich. Right. And we all just have this fucking plastic, you know. I never understood that. I have friends who have a little bit more. Like, I don't have attention deficiency. I just have, like, a... My brain just shuts off completely deficiency. Yeah. Like, I don't... It's not like, oh, I can't keep my thoughts straight. It's like, oh, well, sometimes there's just nothing happening. Yeah, no, you don't have ADHD. No, no. I just have... I'm just stupid. I just have mental retardation. <laughs> no, you have like really, really hyper intense focus where you can go for like hours and hours and hours, like all day on mm-hmm. something. And you really don't want to be distracted from it because then once you stop that, you're going to realize how burnt out you are actually. And then you're not going to be able to get back into it. Yeah. Yeah. And then once, but yeah, once you're, when you're off, you really want to be off. Because when you're on, you're like really in it. Right. It's akin to uh, when you begin to watch pornography in order to jerk off, where when you start the journey, you're Mm hyper-focused, right? You're in there. You're looking for something. Something specific. Something good is going to happen today. Yeah. (laughs) I am going to make it happen Mm -hmm. and I'm going to do it right this time. Yeah. Uh this time i'm gonna do it right uh-huh i'm gonna find the I'm right one i'm not gonna end up scaring myself yeah no no i'm no. not gonna click on that one i learned my lesson this time and the thumbnails are very misleading okay because sometimes they make it sound nice <laughs> they make it sound real nice and then it's nothing or it's, it's or fucking it's something. something it's fucking something uh but it's like that and then as soon as you are done uh, it's like you, you, you've lost all. Uh-huh. It's you don't even know what to do next. Where am I supposed to go? This house is so small. All of a sudden, <laughs> the walls are closing in. It's filled with your sins. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's uh, I was actually just thinking about this. How like uh, I have heard men on multiple occasions refer to like jerking off as something that like is almost cleansing. It's almost it clarifies the brain. You know, like you find yourself all fogged up and you jerk off and then like oh there it is I'm clear again. I have never had that experience in my in my life. I always end the session and then it's like fuck i'm gonna kill myself yeah this is what no, the fuck <laughs> i have uh i've got i'd say most of my friends are men and some of them like every, every mo- oh, okay a couple of them a couple of them <laughs> all of them when they're Blanket like statement. really depressed mm-hmm. they'll just be like i haven't been doing anything like it's just been like a mess like i've just been staying home and i'm like jerking off all the time and i'm like isn't that making you more depressed how would it not because that's the thing that is the th- shitty thing about it is that when you're depressed, that is not, that's not going to help you. And then when you're doing really well, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's either because you're like pretty busy and you have stuff going on or because you're having sex or like regularly or both. <laughs> so when are you supposed to be doing this? When mm-hmm. is a, when is it actually nice? Right. I want to know that. Yeah. I always, I always feel like it is something, it's like, it's kind of, it's like drinking a bottle of whiskey where it's like at first when you think about how you're going to do it, I'm just fucking, I'm going to do it. I'm going to get plastered tonight. Right, right. And then you do it and then during it happening and then right afterwards, you're like, that was the dumbest thing I, uh-huh. why, why did i it didn't work it, did, it didn't nothing i always think something is gonna like you know happen <laughs> i think you have to wait until it's like an impulse because mm-hmm. if you just do it because you're bored yeah no that's the thing yeah yeah you gotta i still don't know what to do when i'm bored necessarily right. i think part of it is that like i 
all of my like fun activities I do are like they require a certain level of effort. Right. They're like actually work. Yeah. I, they just become work. I just make everything into some kind of job yeah. or some kind of project. You know, it's not yeah. enough to just like sit and casually like read a book. It's like I'm reading the next phase of an evolution of a literary movement and i need to be paying very close attention to what they're saying because mm. they're revealing things about the world and i'm, I'm learning those things i'm picking a, i'm gonna take some goddamn i'm taking notes on this so that i can be a better writer right it's always motivated by something else it's never like i'm gonna do a puzzle i bet if i started doing puzzles i'd be like okay well who's the best puzzle maker who makes the who who does the best puzzles? Okay, let's see how much it would take to become better than them, and then maybe I'll enter into a competition where we do puzzles, right? And then I'll I'll have my puzzles framed in a gallery uh-huh. because they're so well put together at such <laughs> high speeds, you know. And then halfway through the puzzle, I'll be like, "Fucking no one cares about your puzzle, James. Puzzles are for fucking losers. We've moved on now. People are doing Jenga now. People aren't doing puzzles anymore. That was like twenty years ago. Who the fuck are you?" I am uh, once again checking, vigorously checking. Oh, God. When I went, when I opened my phone, it was this motherfucker again. That cone-headed bitch. Yeah. What the fuck? Hello. Well, Hi, I got... welcome I, to your phone. I got a... Uh, by the way, for anyone who's been following my unemployment journey, I got a job offer yesterday, and it is very fancy. And then I, I am negotiating my salary now because I... Fancy. Very fancy. fancy business. <laughs> so I I, I kind of sh- I shot my shoot. You shot my shit. I shot my I shit. Fucked shot. my ass on this yeah. one. And so it, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I aimed high. They kind of told me to high. aim high. Mm-hmm. Not gonna negotiate against myself. Right. I always think it's funny when like on a a job application they want you to put like what your expected salary is, and it's like okay, well a million dollars. I always put negotiable. Yeah. Negotiable. I, uh, when I first started like getting into a position where like, uh, uh, it was a question of maybe negotiating certain raises or maybe like, um, having like evaluations where like, uh, I could say something back to the person who's deciding my wages. I way over anticipated how that actually worked because mm. there was a part of me like the first time i was due for a raise and i was on salary at like uh, at this job i went into it being like okay i'm gonna ask for 52 i'm gonna ask for fifty-two thousand dollars a year at the time i was not making close to that at all but i was like i'm i'm asking for that and then you have the meeting and it's like oh there's you're getting a 50 cent raise it's yeah. not we're not even we're not talking about it we already wrote it down and it's already happening yeah it's being processed as we speak mm-hmm. do you have any other bullshit you want to say to me <laughs> you other, what do you want to talk about are there any other qualms you have yeah because we're not doing that either <laughs> well this was such a weird thing because usually like in a if it was like a longer term thing and not like a contract whatever thing I would ask what they're, and this is like such an early phase, like company. Mm-hmm. In a more established thing, I would ask them first what their budget is because they know they have a range. Yeah. And then I would like figure that out for myself and then negotiate like down from there. But not, but this, it was, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. No. I feel like I'm just a baby. <laughs> I'm just a little baby. I'm just a baby. But no, it, I have to say, because I've been like, 
on and off looking for jobs, sometimes like applying to like 30 or 40 jobs a week kind of a thing Uh at points. Last night when I got the email, like when I got the offer, the way my comp, I was also trying on Halloween costume, so I looked amazing. I really was seeing that Pilates pain off, bitch. But I, the way my confidence level went up. Yeah. So much. Doesn't make you feel good when you're like, when I was uh, like purposefully not employed, I didn't really care. Right. But when you're not purposefully unemployed. When you were like trying it, your goddamn act, hardest. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't feel good. It feels terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I feel amazing now. (laughs) I mean, I'm nervous and I feel like I'm going to throw up constantly. This is why it's... I felt like I was going to shit myself the whole day, but (laughs) I mean, other than that, I feel great. (laughs) Right. I'm shaking and I'm sweating all the time, but I feel great. Yeah. I'm I'm optimistic, you know? I'm just making sure that it is still recording. Yes, it is. The thing about like uh, the criticism of having like a stronger welfare state where like everybody has either like all of their basic necessities met or they are compensated by the government with like a certain monthly check or whatever. Those kinds of like programs, uh, are criticized because they think it's going to like de-incentivize people from doing things. You know, it's going to, it's going to stop us from being productive. Right. Right. Which is of course, like there's a many, there's many reasons why that is stupid. Right. Because we already give a ton of money to companies who don't do shit. We already pay for, we already are the reason why companies exist because of taxpayer money. Right. So it's already dumb, but the flip side of that is that like uh, people have a yearning to feel like they are a part of something. They have a place in society. People also like to have things to do every day. Well, it feels good to just have like a like I do this. You yeah. know, I I this is my title. This is my position on a regular basis. I participate in this act, this kind of thing, yeah. and that kind of thing is involved. It involves other people, and it involves like this connection to the larger economy this larger way in which america itself works you know it doesn't feel good but it does feel like less it it it, feels better than the the alternative yeah because the alternative doesn't you don't get to just like because it's not like like even when you were purposefully unemployed it's not like you're unemployed and then you're like you're fine Right. right. Like you don't have to worry anymore. Like there's still always that thing in the back of your head. Like, well, I got to get, eventually I have to do something, yeah. you know, like you can't just ever relax. So right. like not being employed doesn't mean <laughs> it's all daisies. Right. Well, and like, yeah, like one of the, my first thoughts that I had, like after I got the offer was like, oh my God, like I'm going to a party this weekend. If someone asked me what I do for a job, I can say it. Like, you can say something. Yeah, I can yeah. say something. Mm-hmm. And not be like, well, I have a background in this, but I'm currently like looking for a job in this and do 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 and like whatever. Like, I don't even want to be talking about this anyway. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's very exciting. I don't know why anybody trusts me to do literally anything because I am only 20 years old. <laughs> I'm only I'm 14, 14 years old. No, I'm 26. I'm just a little baby. You just go to the negotiation in like a diaper. I'm just a baby. You're like, hi, I'm just a baby. So whatever you want me to do. And they're like hired. Do you have any blocks for me? That's how I feel at these <laughs> interviews. I'm just like, beep, boop, 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 boop. That's what I would, I would love to apply for a job where I just have to put bo- boxes in different. This is a once again with your boxes. Oh, right, right, right. Because your no, theory is that I, every, every job should I, just. 
just be making folding boxes. Yeah. No, I, I believe that. But I also think that I just want to apply for a job where they have all of those big baby things where you put the square through uh-huh. the square hole. I just want to do that all day. Yeah. And I want someone to pay me like, you know, $40,000 a year. And I'll stay quiet. I won't bother anybody. Uh-huh. I was at uh, work today and I saw... They're doing a lot of construction out uh, near the building. And uh, I saw these construction guys and they're just like, they're like, you know, they're ripping up the road. They're pulling shit out. They're putting it back in. And I watched them. I watched the whole project happen today, like through the window. Right. So like I saw them start it in the morning. And by the time I left, they had like completely finished. They were, all the trucks were gone. The road was back where it was. And uh, I was thinking about how like that would be like that job. It always looks awesome when I see them doing it. It looks like such a fun, interesting job to like work on the roads, like work on the infrastructure of the country seems awesome. But I, every time I think about that, I also think like I, my hesitation is that I think those guys are probably going to be mean to me. Yeah. When I feel, I, I feel like I would get bullied. When there was like a question about like, oh, like, you know, maybe like, would you like have a different job or like whatever, whatever. And I was talking with one of our friends about it. And their dumb idea, someone, this is somebody who's never done physical, physical manual labor, labor ever, uh, is that, uh, is that you should just get a job and just, just go get a job in construction for a while. Uh-huh. And I was like, cause it's so funny cause it's so not at all what you do. Mm-hmm. It's so not at all what your skill set is at yeah. all. It's just is another manual labor job. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I didn't say anything because it was like, what do you do when something so stupid is said? Like, what? how do you even <laughs> respond to that? But it was so funny. One of my first thoughts was like, I don't think that they, I think they would bully him. Yeah. <laughs> not only would you not know what you were doing at all and probably seriously injure yourself or right. or others, mm-hmm. but I'm I was like, oh no, I don't think he would be safe in that environment. Yeah, it feels like a it feels like a tight knit crowd. He's too of, gay and autistic. Yeah, it's not gonna. Which and I'm sure I'm probably wrong about that, but they just look tough, you know. No, Men, they would be mean to you. Yeah, I think they would be mean to me. Yeah. I don't. I definitely don't think they would like me. For sure. I don't think I, we would get along. I think they would shoot the shit in a way that is fun when it's other people and then would be confusing towards you. Mm-hmm. It would be hard to tell if it was a joke or not. Right. It's a very specific. Mm-hmm. I like to imagine to the construction workers are like gossipy. Uh huh. Like gossipy queens. Yeah. You know, where they're just like, I heard that James is uh, a faggot. <laughs> 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 yeah, I saw him kissing a boy last night wearing I, a frou-frou dress. Wearing Spe- a frou-frou a dress. frou-frou dress. Speaking of dresses, <laughs> I've been watching a lot of uh, Guy Ritchie movies. Uh, I watched Snatch a week ago. And then before that, I watched The Gentleman, which is like a newer one. They don't have a lot of this stuff on streaming anymore. I don't know why. But uh, it's always every Guy Ritchie movie that I can understand is that um, it's, it's just a couple of blokes who are pissed off about something. And then when they're pissed off, they do a bit of a hoist. And then they, they say, okay, you want money from me? Well, I'm going to go get it over there. And this fucker's mad at me. Right? And I was just thinking, like, I want to do, like, a Guy Ritchie-style movie. Mm-hmm. But it's just, like, me, you know? Just, like, me wearing a dress. Just, like, walking down Troost, you know? I'm like, hey, what the fuck? <laughs> but you have a British accent. <laughs> yeah, I have a British accent. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm, like, doing blackface or whatever. I'm like, who wants to fuck? 
are they wants, doing that in Guy Ritchie who movies? Who wants a piece of my ass? Who, who out here wants to fuck me in my ass? You? Everyone's running away and screaming. Yeah, I'm like twirling like a big cane. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm wandering down Troost asking for some penis. I just want a little penis from Troost. <laughs> You're doing a bit, but someone just, like, shoots you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's racist. No. <laughs> it just seems like you would get shot for that, wherever you are. Wherever I was. Yeah. In a nice, like, white neighborhood, they would shoot me. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know, that's, you know. Yeah, probably. Honestly, if you're walking through a white neighborhood, especially, like, above a certain income, you are, you, you might get shot. You might get you shot. You have a higher possibility of getting shot on site. Yeah. For, like, no reason. You and know? no one will they will there will be no repercussions for that person right because like in like uh like in black neighborhoods uh in my experience and it's all about my experience right how i'm gonna view it uh-huh. but <laughs> what i noticed or when i was living you know in places where i was surrounded by more black people than i am now um there was like more there were more people than i'd ever seen who just like hung out outside yeah they just like hung out on their porches on the yard walking around like there was communication between neighbors and right. people are hanging out you walk through a white neighborhood of any degree and it's, it's shuttered doors yeah. everyone's locked in like no, no one's saying there's hi like a, there's like three dead Bolts, maybe they you know? give you like a little wave but yeah. like that's it like you go yeah. out and you walk your like three thousand dollar like siberian husky uh-huh. and then you just yank its neck back inside uh-huh. and you shut the door you know no i uh anytime i'm in like my grandma's neighborhood if i just drive around like the block because i'm like early or something like showing up or whatever i'm like mm. someone's gonna call the police on me i'm driving a mazda yeah right <laughs> right God. like it's out of the ordinary no that's the thing too is like people are always like oh just be careful like we had these like neighbors move into our place and when they moved in i overheard them going like make sure you take this or this because we're in a really bad neighborhood we're really not in a really bad neighborhood at all like on any level but it's fine right. uh but it was so, it's it was so funny with shit is that like they people will think like oh be careful that's like not really like that's not a good neighborhood and it's like no those neighborhoods that are like bad neighborhoods they don't give a shit about you Mm -hmm. you're not involved right in the stuff right they've got bigger fresh fish to fry over here no one's gonna just randomly shoot you are you stupid like yeah whenever people like whenever you're hanging out with white people whatever and they hear gunshots and they get like really nervous and like did you hear that what's going on like it is like it has nothing to do and like, you're like don't worry you're not at a movie theater like do you think the, you're yeah. in a high school right now as long as you personally don't go get involved yeah and pick a side yeah. you're probably not gonna get in a lot of violence no you know yeah you're good yeah <laughs> i've never heard of like a random like white person driving through a bad neighborhood mm-hmm. where they're like they got shot accidentally right when was the last time that happened <laughs> yeah that's I mean, always that but that idea is always like so funny to me mm-hmm. just like here we'll watch out for that neighborhood right like the it's and it's crazy too because i don't know like um i don't know where it comes from you know like no one ever directly said to me black people are violent or like black people do this even like there was just never any of that discussion you know the for the most part you know 
members of my family will say racist shit, but it's always like racist, racist because of what it implies, not racist because what they literally said was racist, right. like full of hatred. Yeah. It was, they said something and whether they knew it or not, what that means is very negative right. <laughs> for other people. Um, but uh, yeah, so I never like experienced a ton of like direct information, I guess, about uh, other people. And yet somehow there are still those like early paranoias when you first interact with other people not even interact because like interaction person to person doesn't really it just kind of confirms that everybody's exactly the same like most people are stupid right. most people don't want to talk to you most people can tell you don't you know have anything of value <laughs> to your person <laughs> not even on you but just yeah. in your soul yeah you know yeah no there's a uh, that fucking bar that opened up down the street the mm -hmm. like little sister bar to the restaurant and they're not open super late which kind of surprised me like they're pretty much open like maybe an hour later than the restaurant and the whole point is that people go have dinner at the restaurant then they go over to like the bar you would assume that's what they've said that the the point of it is so Don't they open till from like six to they're open from like four to like nine or ten uh -huh. or something yeah which is like a little odd i think yeah. for like a bar in midtown like even on the weekends they're not open late and i was like talking about it uh and yeah i was like well that doesn't make any sense and it was like well i don't think they want to deal with like the people like late at night but they weren't talking about like the bar goers they were talking about like the people who hang out at the intersection where the cvs is and the right. cvs does close late at night because sometimes there are yes there are shootings that happen <laughs> at the cvs yes it's happening at the cvs parking lot well i mean that bus stop is and ever been to a cvs the i mean man god damn it's it's always the, the two the two pharmacies there's like it's a ruckus over there it's crazy but it's going the two bus stops and it's like big intersections whatever whatever and i'm like do you think that they're gonna get anybody that's hanging out at the corner over there gives a shit about this little wine bar mm -hmm. they're gonna get hassled i also feel like who yeah the walgreens and the cvs right up there they are both they're too big I feel like there's something weird about like a Walgreens that's like almost the size of a Walmart, you know? It's almost like, <laughs> not the size no, of a Walmart. It's not the size of a Walmart, but you know what I mean? Like it's there's too big. many The owl... CVS is small. There's the, there, but the there's Walgreens a, is. The Walgreens on uh, Troost, that one I think is like nicely compacted, you that's know? A like good you can size. see the wall on each side. Right, right. It feels nice, you know? This lady, I was at Walgreens yesterday. And this lady comes up because you got to snake through the thing to get to the checkout. And there's no like self checkout. This lady comes up through the other side of the line and walks up and goes, she's probably like in her 50s, maybe. She's mm -hmm. like, where is the ro aisle with the Rogaine? And I'm like, bitch, what? Keep that to yourself. But also, I mean, like, no shame, but <laughs> like, embarrassing keep us. it to yourself. She's like, it's like a Rogaine. It's like a hair product for hair growth. And I was like, maybe try the fucking shampoo. I like, she just came. She even looked. She even mm -hmm. trying to look. <laughs> and I was like, never in my life have I experienced this. Like, do you know where you are? Mm -hmm. Do you know you're not in Prairie Village, bitch? can't just be asking for customer service here they were shocked <laughs> they thought that if they just kept saying what that she would fuck off yeah <laughs> but she couldn't she was like where's the rogaine where's mm -hmm. the rogaine it's a hair product for hair growth it's for hair growth i was like oh my god they were finally just like aisle 12 please what can i say to get you to leave do you think if i put rogaine on my asshole it would sprout like a chia pet mmm <laughs> Well, yeah, the asshole is a really like sensitive area. Yeah. And it absorbs 
so chemicals th- really easily. So, so you probably grow, get violently ill. It would grow inward, maybe. No, it, you it would you'd probably get a lot of really weird reactions. I don't know <laughs> if hair would grow. Is your hair already not growing there? No, it is. But right. like, if I let's say I wanted more. Oh, okay. You know, if I wanted to boost my numbers. I don't actually know how Rogaine works. I have no idea. It doesn't work. It seems think. like it doesn't work because people works. are still, their hair's falling out everywhere. Yeah, I feel like if there was a solution for, like, getting it back, it would be a number one seller. You'd it would, They would put it in the water. We would know about it. Yeah, it would just, you would go to the the hair dentist. Yeah. And they would do that for you mm-hmm. every every once, every check-in. Every once. Every once. Every once in a while, I like to go down to the dentist. The hair dentist. Say, can you grow my penis just a little bit bigger? Can you make my penis grow grow small? Hello, I would, hello. I would like to make an appointment for a small penis, <laughs> for a, a a micro penis, please. Yes, put that in your books. Yes, yes. Do you think anyone's ever been like went to their doctor, like went to the plastic surgeon, and was like? My penis is too big. Oh, yeah. I bet. I think you can get it. You can have penis reduction? I think you can get it smaller, yeah. Well, because there are some guys out there, you know, no shame to you, but they got some monsters on them. And that has got to be uncomfortable. It's like the equivalent of that, like having too big of boobs, you know? Like, it's just, it's awesome. We all love it. And we love it the way that, like, you love to see, like, the way that we, like, used to lock up people in cages and, like, caravan them around, like, in a circus, you know? I just got the weirdest message. Well, can it wait? Yeah, but it's weird. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to read it on the show? No. Okay. Back to the circus freaks that I'm talking about. (laughs) No, yeah, it is like... They're freaks is what I'm saying. It's, it's, It's fun to look at them. It's fun to see a giant pair of tits. But after a certain size, it's more about like the morbid curiosity right of that level you know same thing with like a big dick like after like seven inches it's like okay well now i'm looking at something that isn't you couldn't even call this a penis this is a new category of something there's no way that it goes all the way in oh no and if it does you're going to kill someone i've been harmed by some really big dicks yeah yeah you've told me it's, You've told me multiple times. It's offensive. You tell me while we're having sex. No. You say it right before we have sex. You say right after. Uh-huh. Where you're like, well, it's good that your penis is small because actually, actually, it's the perfect size because. Your dick is the perfect size. Because I have size. had so many big dicks in my life. No. So many I've magnificent cocks. Some. So many horse penises. It's good if you can find somebody that you're in love with where you're genitalia match up good it's got yeah it's nice to have a a nice matching of genitalia yeah it's nice you don't want to be able to have sex for like 20 seconds and then you're like literally it burns every time you pee for the next like week i mean that kind of sounds nice no have sex for like 20 seconds yeah see you would love that (laughs) yeah have sex for 20 seconds and then she wants to stop that's pretty cool (laughs) yeah well it's it was not nice tapping out (laughs) no <laughs> we're cutting this out. No, we're not. We're leaving all of this no, in. No, we're not. I don't even know. Like, I feel like this wasn't as good as yesterday. Well, of course it's not. I'm upset. Yeah. Look, I'm upset. What do you about, think about what that? What if, um, um, you know, NWA? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. N-words with attitude, right? What if instead of that, it's N-words with ass? N-words with big black asses. I think that would change the How about, yeah. acronym. I think that'd be kind of cool, right? 
<laughs> WA and words with ass. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then instead of Dr. Dre, it's Dr. Ass. Just turning it all into ass. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. Well, the, yeah, and words with asses. <laughs> I have to pee really bad. Okay. I'm How much time to do we pee? have? Well, that's great. Can I go pee or not? I mean, you can go pee. But is it worth it to then come back and record five more minutes just to... I guess this isn't very good either. <laughs> Discussing it is also not... <laughs> I don't know. I'm so mad. I'm just mad. I'm mad about yesterday. All right. Well, thanks for listening again, folks. Um, I'm sure you really enjoyed this one. Um, Madeline was mad. She has to pee. She got a weird text earlier. It's so That weird. was a fun one. That was a fun part of the show. That was a highlight. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> the text I don't part, know. The discussion of the text that you got. Pretty good. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Well, we'll see you guys later. Bye. 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 Hit the red button. Know that I'm going to share my light when your vision gets hazy. Freak your mind when you go on and I'm a spark and I'll be dead. You'll be blessed if I die.